Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode five of season three of Everyday Sex. Heck yeah, welcome back guys. Still here. We're Sarah, happy to be here. Another freaking episode. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we're going to top our last episode. Our last episode was just so incredible. Yeah, Kate was amazing. That was just such a good episode. For sure. Yeah, so if you guys heard it, please let us know what you mm-hmm. think. We're super excited about it. We'll definitely right. have to have them back. Yeah, for sure. How are you feeling today, Sarah? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. I was going to share what um, with our listeners what you and I were talking about before we pressed record. Um, okay. Stel Stel's um (laughs) go ahead no no go ahead (laughs) cells csp asked her to do a kink and bdsm test to see their like kink compatibility so um cells going to share her results with us now oh what (laughs) (laughs) uh uh my phone just dropped. Um, fine. <laughs> so it says that I am 92% dominant. Ooh. I don't even know what half of these are. Just read the ones that we know what they are. Because some of them I've never heard of either. So just read the ones we know. Uh, 62% switch. 57% degrader. <laughs> Vanilla. Um, 55 experimentalist, 53 voyeur, 37 nonmonogamist, 32 submissive. Whoa, 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 whoa. 37 nonmonogamist? Which is surprising, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I answered some of the questions right, to be honest, though. Okay, yeah, sure. Keep Um, going. 32 master mistress. <laughs> wow. 31 owner. Okay. Uh, 21 <laughs> exhibitionist. Um, 12% rope bunny. What does that mean? <laughs> I guess I like to tie people up. Or be tied up. Or be tied up. Mm-hmm. Um... 11% daddy mommy. Wow. <laughs> um, 3% degradee. I don't really like to know that. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Nice. Okay. Well, Hunstel sent me the test, so I'm going to do it and I'll send it to um, my CSP and see if she wants to do it too. Oh, genius. Yeah. It's because. So last night I worked and I got off a little early. So I had some time to spare and kill. And I went to go see our lovely, lovely friend, um, Nat, who came on for some kink info. And she had created this cool, her and her, her team created this really, really cool event at a bar down in Ottawa, a club. And it was a beautifully, like, well done, like, kink party, I guess. No phones. Um, You have to dress within the dress code, which is obviously kink. And um, I guess they did some shows. They they did some, like, uh, like, kink demos. And that's really, really cool. Um, I, I obviously didn't get to see any of it because I got there like only with like half an hour to spare. But I wanted to check it out just to make sure I got to be there and support Nat because she's she was on our show or like at, like our pod and she did such an incredible time like thing. So I just wanted to keep supporting her. Wait, wait, pause. What did you wear? I was wearing my clothes still from work. How did they let you in like that? Well, because I I know the people who run the bar also. Where is she? Well, so okay, and then t- tell us about. Your time on stage. 
I didn't go on stage. I was okay. on the side and I saw some a lovely lady pouring hot wax on some people and I was curious. Mm-hmm. So um I've never done it. So I was like, can I try it on my arm first? And then we go in there and she was like a thousand percent. She was super respectful. The entire environment was very kind and respectful and it felt safe. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like their main point, which was really, really nice. Um, and she introduced herself. She asked me what my name was. She told me kind of the how it's going to feel, how it works, and what to like if it's too much to let her know. Mm-hmm. And then, so she started my arm, and I was like, Yeah, I like it. Sure, let's keep going. And I ran out of skin. So I, so I, I pulled it. my pants and I let her. <laughs> I let her do it on my legs, mm-hmm. and it was cool. It, it was like hot, like like the actual wax was hot, mm-hmm. and then this situation felt like steamy as well. It was cool. Yeah, uh, it was a very sensual, like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then I left. I literally pulled my pants and I was like, "Thanks, gotta go." <laughs> Thanks for that. See ya. I left to go hang out with my friends again back at where I work. And, uh, yeah, so it was really cool, though, to be there and support Kings and Coffee and Natalia and mm-hmm. her team. I would love if they had a show like that when I'm home in December. I would super, super go. I know. I know that I don't think they're going to have another one like that until March. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, yeah, but I think you might have maybe another comedy show that has it. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of look into that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so it was super, super cool. Um, That's kind of why my partner sent me that. Yeah. So, okay. Right, right. right. My, not my partner, my current. Your CSP? Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Cool. I had a cool. It's a fun <laughs> night. Yes, it was uh, interesting, to say the least. So today, we are long-awaited, guys. Long-awaited. We are going to read out all of the dating horror stories that were shared with us, which is very exciting. Um, We had a pretty good, like, turnout. Um, I think we had, like, 18 stories that people, like, some short, some long um, like some like novels that we're going to read. So bear yeah. with us. I feel like it's yeah. like we're in class and we're reading from the textbook out loud. Do the class. <laughs> oh, hey, get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Get ready to hear our voices for a long time, even longer now, because we're just reading to you. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some really, really, really good stories in here. Some yeah. that are a little bit like what the fuck is going on, but also, of course, very funny. So um, we'll go, Stella and I will go back and forth. We've each got um, a handful. So I'm going to start and read off the first one. And obviously these are all anonymous. I And also just for the people that submitted stories, it doesn't show us who submitted them. So I don't even know who, um, sub- like Stella and I don't know who wrote these. It's like yeah. some of them, if it's a story that I've maybe heard before, I might recognize that it's one of my friends. But um, for the most part, like these are all brand new. I haven't read them yet. So I've never. Right. So. I I skimmed a couple to make sure that they were, you know, things were at least like mildly. Not that this podcast is appropriate, but yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> not safe for work. That's for sure. Um, okay, so I'll go first. So story number one. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> one time, I had a guy over during COVID. And around midnight, it was time for me to go to bed, so casually, I said I was tired. He proceeds to tell me that his friends, who were supposed to pick him up, ended up smoking weed, and he lost his ride home. I asked why he couldn't just Uber home, and he made an excuse about his debit card not being connected to his Uber account, which doesn't make sense. He then asked me if he could sleep on my couch. Mind you, this was the first time we had met, and I was not feeling it at all. I said no. So he walked home and Snapchatted me three hours later saying he finally made it home around 3 a.m. Shut up. You walked three hours home. <laughs> broke ass. Call no, no, 
I can't connect his fucking debit card to his Uber. He just broke his shit. <laughs> you don't have a debit card. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh my god. That, that is, is so gorgeous. So not a three hour walk. He just walks from fucking walk. downtown to Manatic. Like, like that's hilarious. Okay, your turn. Okay. Um <clears throat> I went on a date with a guy who told me I looked like his ex multiple times. He even brought up her Instagram to show me what she looked like. <laughs> Dude, the way I would be skirt out. That is Bro, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I totally did that with the first couple of girls that I talked to after I broke up with Josephine. Josephine. You, did, you did not show her photo. maybe to to the one that i brought to your house yeah y'all weren't that serious i guess no that was whatever um and then definitely to what was her name brenna brenna oh brenna is that mine yeah brenna and Brittany and yeah 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 so and brenna but brenna and i weren't anything serious either so it was supposed to be casual um that was a weird time oh i dropped my fidget yeah still has to keep a fidget spinner on her (laughs) in order to stay Um, fair yes i'm trying new things so i can be a little bit more focused during the podcast without looking everywhere Mm -hmm. um i think it's helping though Mm -hmm, for sure um the point is going on a date and being like you look like my ex here's a photo of her that's no, no, no! He didn't say she looked like him. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh my god, the guy. This is a heterosexual couple, because um, I think I know who this is. I went on a date with a guy who told me I looked like his ex multiple times. He even brought up her Instagram to show me what he what she looked like, bruh. Oh my god, man. that's insane. Yeah, all right, that's disgusting. Um, okay, next one. Uh, yeah, let's see. Ya. This is Mia. One time after hanging out with a guy, once, he texted me asking if I'd drive him and all his friends to golf. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> uh, that's a bit odd. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you just that's really funny. needed a ride. This is probably the debit card guy. If we're yeah, being, debit card guy. He doesn't have Uber. He, he no, needs to ride. That's hilarious. <laughs> Change your bags. Oh my god, this next one's bad. Oh God! Why'd you give me this one? <laughs> one time, the guy's penis went. <laughs> I just like hearing you say that word. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> one time, a guy's penis went soft. Ew. <clears throat> halfway during sex, and he proceeded to play the air guitar with it to break the awkwardness. Of course, this made things more awkward, and I left. That's just weird. Moment of silence. Yeah, just everyone, everyone, moment of silence. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. What? Ew. I I don't want to picture it because it gives me some war flashbacks, but uh, yeah, wow. Um, Air guitar. I don't really even... Who's like mindset is like, oh fuck, I'm embarrassed. I'm gonna play the air guitar. That's gonna make it better. With my penis? With my penis. Ooh. It's not good. It's not good. No, oh my it's... god. Oh, you can't see them. I I have all of them, but you just have the ones I sent you. I can't read this. You have to read this one. You it's made me one. No, I know, but brother, like, okay. Next story. But no, I can't read the Okay, it's okay. Here's the story. <clears throat> One short sentence, okay? What? <laughs> story number seven. He shot himself and it stunk like shit the entire time. That's the story. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should just get that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I, but like, for like, also, I, I did skim these. I didn't read them, but I skimmed them. And a fair few are about people like shitting their pants. So yeah. I'm just, I'm not sure who y'all are on dates with. Obviously, men. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
we met obviously <laughs> oh my god okay you're next go ahead That's wild. all right i went on a first date with a guy at what and the plan was movie then dinner and drinks throughout the whole movie i kept smelling I didn't even read this. You're so annoying, Sarah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I keep smelling rancid farts. He agreed that someone nearby must have been sick. And when we got to the dinner spot, I started to same, smell the same smell. It was my date the whole time, literally farting my fa- in my face for a whole two-hour movie. I told him I wasn't feeling well and cut the night short. I told you so many of these stories are about that. It's the men, brother. Men. It's the men. Wow. I don't know what to say other than my condolences. <laughs> that is fucked. I don't know what to say to that. I don't know either. Neither does your cat. Oh. <laughs> okay, my turn. <clears throat> Oh, um, this one says, <clears throat> I dated a guy for four years only to find out that he lied about where he where he grew up, where he went to university, who his parents are, etc. Then he told all of our friends that I cheated on him while he was, in fact, cheating on me the whole time. And then it says, miss you, Stella, with a wink face. So this would have been one of your friends. But wait, wait, wait. repeat the story. I dated a guy for four years only to find out that he lied about where he grew up where he went to university, who his parents were, and then told all of our friends that I cheated on him when he was, in fact, cheating on me. Do you know who that is? I know exactly who this is. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, um, my God. Is that current? Is that one of your friends? Did this, did this happen recently? It's happened, like, last year. Oh, okay. It's nobody yeah. that I know, though? You haven't met them, but you do know. I do talk about them a lot. Okay. Yeah. I'm texting yeah. Them. I'll text you. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucked for four years. That's Why yeah. Where you grew up was fucked. I was a part. Like, it was just insane. That is the most insane story. Like, it that that paragraph does not give it justice to how absolutely insane this dude had finessed and they created an entire different persona, and. Just like, and all of the friends that he lied to about it had sympathy with him and didn't choose my friend's side and literally thought she was the bad one. And mm-hmm. so none of their friends that they had mutually are her friends anymore. They all like went on his side pretty much. Her best friend, like it's fucked. Like they're all like just wild. They just like are all like, oh, poor you, poor you. You must have mm-hmm. had such a hard life. Like, like. This dude's playing the biggest sympathy card in the world. And everyone thinks he's incredible. Dude, it's giving Hannah Montana double life. Like, <laughs> threw a wig on, got on stage. You know? Like, holy oh, fuck. That's insane. Anyways. Okay. Okay. This one is a freaking... Guys. It's a novel. Yeah, it's a novel. Sit back. Enjoy the sound of my voice. <laughs> Um, all right let's set this scene here throwback to 21 i just just freshly single and living in a shared house picture that six people in one house a very unique musician living in the back studio i had two beautiful golden retrievers at the time rest in peace one being named banjo he was notorious for getting up to the next level mischief anywho I take this girl on a date from Tinder. All goes well, and I bring her back to mine. We walk in the door, and strangely, Banjo is sitting there staring at me. If you know golden retrievers, you know they are not the kind to just sit back. I'm talking, he's usually a head in the crotch, let me sniff you out kind of dog. (laughs) I knew instantly something was off. He was walking into walls, drooling, and the Tinder date is just standing there like, uh, what do I do? I had been drinking... She hadn't, so I left his 50-kilogram 50 50 fluffy dog body in the back of her tiny car off to the emergency vet. We got there, then they rushed him back for the next three hours. We're stuck in this tiny room while they work on my dog. 
After what seemed like forever, a vet and two other people walk in, so serious, dead straight face, and look at me and say, your dog has ingested marijuana. I'm shocked. I don't smoke, and I live in Australia, where it is very illegal. This Tinder date looks at me with disgust, like I forcibly got my my dog high. I'm hysterical in tears and terrified that my dog is going to die. Oh, and if they will call the police. They gave my dog some charcoal, make him, made him vomit, and and he was sent home the next day. <clears throat> um, you can imagine the message I sent to my group chat asking who left out a huge amount of weed for the dog to eat. Everyone denies it, and to be fair, none of my housemates did do, did drugs, so the mystery was still alive. This day just sat there the whole time looking at me like I'm some Walter White crack-dealing lesbian who's crying over her dog. She went home that night and texted me that Banjo had peed in her car. I never replied. A week later, our back housemate randomly moved out. No warning, no, warning, no nothing. When we went to go clean out the studio he was living in, we found a whole-ass Garden growing weed. This fucked. This fucker almost killed my dog. Banjo was fine, hella sleepy, and a little hungry, but all in all, happy as can be. That's fucked. But it wasn't even. But it wasn't even the date. So, it'd be worse if it was like the person, the Tinder date. Yeah, they left weed out or something. Yeah, yeah. But I don't love how the date was like mad and like not support i mean that that is a lot for a first date that's intense for three hours at the emergency vet with a first date like that could be the start of like a really fun story that you tell at your wedding but yeah it doesn't it doesn't seem that's gonna either make it or break it yeah for sure but the fact that the other person was like like kind of upset and then oh your dog peed in my car like okay first of all like Chillo, that's the least of our concerns. My dog almost died, so like, a fuck if she peed in your car. Sure. Um, okay. Wow. Banjo. Glad you're okay, buddy. Seriously. Okay. Uh, next story. Um, okay. <clears throat> so this was my first date after oh, so this person has two stories, so I'll be reading the first one. Yeah. Um So this was my first date after the breakdown of my 13-year relationship. We went to a soccer match with some other people. When she arrived, I was sitting with a seat saved for her. She declined and sat directly behind me, to which I had my hair down and straightened. She moved my my hair to the side and started kissing the back of my neck. What? What? Then she grabbed my hair, twisted it, and pulled it, and put her hands all over me. I was literally frozen. I didn't know what to do. I Wait, couldn't who's do it. doing this to? Like, this is the, their first date after. So our storyteller is the one sitting who said, hey, to their Tinder date, here, come sit next to me. And the date said, no, I'll sit behind okay. you. Sat behind them, started doing this. Once the match was over, I was like, Oh my God, I have to go to my meeting, like made something up and ran. I completely ghosted her after that. I was so uncomfortable and we literally just started talking and it was our first time meeting in person. Anyway. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I I have both stories on my screen, so I'll do the next one. But um, because this is the same person, but um, that's fucked. Can you imagine? Hey, do you want to come to like this local soccer game for our first date? That's a, a decent little first date if you like sports. Yeah. Like, that's cool. You. And you're going to start manhandling. Can you imagine you're sitting there watching and there's people. Obviously, there's a crowd full of people. Children. families, Kissing down the back of your neck like y'all have been dating for three years. Oh, God. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's wild. Okay. <clears throat> My second story is when I was with my ex-wife on our second year wedding anniversary. We were together for 12 years at this point, almost 13. We had a lovely meal, watching a movie. We had a lovely meal and then watching a movie, she turned and told me that she wasn't happy and she'd fallen in love with someone else, but wants to try going on a break first so she can try things out with the other woman who was straight, Uh, then come back if it doesn't work. And I said, nope, we broke up. What a great date. Can you imagine? Let's take a break. Okay, so we've been together 13 years. 
and we just got married. We're two years on our two year wedding anniversary. Okay, cool. I have actually fallen in love with someone else. Let me go see if that works. If it doesn't, hold, hang tight. I'll be I'll back. I'll come back around. For a, and for a straight girl of all things. For a straight girl. Sounds like me. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Okay, we've got another long one. Go ahead. Oh, this one has a title, though. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream cone. That's the title, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you give me the paragraphs? I'm a horrible <laughs> reader. <laughs> the, the last one you read was great. <laughs> My literacy levels are not high. <laughs> they go. Um, okay. This is called Vanilla Ice Cream Cone. Okay. So once I went out with this guy that I refer to as Vanilla Ice Cream Cone because he was just really basic. 5'10", white man, but also had a photo with one of those short haircuts that goes up in a spike like the top of an ice cream cone. Okay. Trip, but okay. Yeah. Hindsight, no idea why I swiped right, but that's neither there nor there, neither here nor over there. He was about my age and working full-time in an insurance job and also completing a PhD in kinesiology, so I thought we would have a lot in similar values and work lifestyles. We matched in the fall of 2021 when COVID restrictions were starting to lift. So our first date was Starbucks and a walk. Within the first five minutes of meeting, someone in need had approached us and asked us for money. He immediately said no, and then goes on to explain how he gives money to people every day. Honestly, didn't judge him for a bit. But then, as we were in line to order, he proceeds to brag about how he completes millions in sales every day. Not that the money go, goes to him, but still. Immediate ick. Fast forward to date number three. My roommates were out for the evening, so he comes over to hang out and talk. Things really went downhill from here. I think it was the election season coming up around this time, so he'd asked me about some political stance. I definitely align with liberal NDP policies, and I think it would be really great for Canada to have a prime minister of color, a.k.a. looks like me. Mr. Vanilla, of course, does not agree. His exact words were along the lines of, white men have always run the country, and I don't see any need for the change. Jesus Christ. We keep talking, and, and I noticed that he kept having long pauses and staring at me. And eventually he just says, you know, if you want to kiss me, you can. I don't make the first move because I don't want to pressure you. Or something like that. I don't know. Basically, he was giving off this, yeah, I'm respectful, but not really. So I told him that there's literally no world where I'd make the first move. I had just had my first kiss like a few weeks ago, a few weeks, a month before then. As we keep talking, he asks me what my usual type of guy I'm into is. I start listing some personality characteristics, and he's like, no, I mean, like, physically, what are you into? I have, of course, am not thinking. So the first thing that comes to mind, which is, hmm, I guess I'm into black guys mostly. Of course, I realize that this is the whitest man ever, and I didn't mean to offend him. So I tried to cover up by saying, oh, you know, they're just like a big, strong man who could pick me up. (laughs) Vanilla ice cream cone, of course, takes this as a challenge. Next thing you know, we're making out. He's trying to pick me up, but has knocked over my ice cap. FML in the process and we had we had to stop and clean up but also he has no social cues and he's trying to kiss me against my fridge when I'm getting paper towels for the mess mm-hmm. anyway needless to say that was the end of that he tried to sleep with me but I said my roommate was coming home and he had to go the end okay let me just circle back on um where is it here <clears throat> White men have always run this country, and I don't see a need for change. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then, okay, and I know who this is. <laughs> I am so disappointed that you allowed this man to make out with you after he said that. Girl, we're going to have a talk in the group chat, because I know exactly who you are, and I am disappointed in that. You know who this is? Yeah. Do I know who this is? No. 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 It's, one of, it's one of our not-just-shared friend. Mm. <laughs> whatever whatever yeah, okay here this next one's her too because it's got a title so i know it's her 
and she's a writer. Uh, okay, <clears throat> next story. Title: Ghost Guy. Ghost Guy. Um, so probably the second or third date I went on with Ghost Guy are, as you can tell already, not a great guy. Um, he was a local in the city I went to school in so during the lockdown he took me on a date to drive around the city and show me his favorite spots and recommendations he was so cute and i remember he got out of the car and everything when he came to pick me up and he smelled so good the date was chill and we texted a lot so i thought it went well about three days after the date and talking daily he ghosted me which sucks but whatever i guess a bit of shock for someone who was just getting into dating but okay was sad for a hot minute, and then moved on to being a baddie instead. Of course he did, bitch. Um, Fast forward three months, I'm home for the holiday break. I was watching a movie with my friend. I get a random text from a new number. Hey, it's me. If you don't remember, we met on Hinge, went out, blah, blah. Um, You know, I'm not someone who ghosts people, and I really wanted to reach out to you. I was going through a tough time. I didn't handle it well, and it wasn't about you. Okay, so I'm nice, right? I reply to him and say, thanks for letting me know. I am okay. I appreciate the note. He then says like let's catch up and if asked if i want to see a movie with him next week and then me being dumb i say yes thinking wow here's a man who recognizes he's wrong and wants to do better i then get back to school and he proceeded to ghost me again a few months later he replies to a message and tries to talk to me and i have no interest in talking to someone who has no interest in getting to know me and i really really wish i could say that it ended there but unfortunately not (laughs) a year later I reactivate Hinge and he likes my profile. At this point, I'm thinking he has fucking memory loss, but maybe <laughs> that's on me for engaging him to begin with. He responds to my prompt that says, guess my favorite Chris, and he replies, "No, considering he knows the answer. Um, of course he knows the answer because we have spoken already. <laughs> like, what? He asks me out again, and like a fucking oh. idiot, I say yes. And then he ghosted me for a fourth time. What is going on? So that's on me and my poor decision-making skills. Here's hoping he's not still on the apps when I go back to school this year. <laughs> girl, I'm... Again, girl. I and it is. Just, do not. Like, ghosted... Ghosted one... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me four times, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. That, that's just too much. That's too many times. That's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Sometimes though, you just feel like there's more and you allow yourself or like, honestly, if you're having a low day and you kind of want a bit of attention, it's easy to fall back into that kind of shit. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Next. Go ahead. Because it has a title. So this is very, again, Jesus, she's got this one's called Mr. Mr. Mystery. Mr. Mystery. I'm such a writer. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I once went out with a guy who refused to tell me anything. It's very much giving the energy that he has no sisters and maybe has never spoken to a woman in his life. As we were setting up a day to me, he would be so vague about the activity, expecting me to dedicate a whole day and night to hanging out because of his busy schedule. Leading up to the date, he kept asking if I would have access to a car and how the date would be. So much better if I did, but wouldn't tell me anything. The day before we met, I asked him where we were going and what we were going to do, and he insisted it stay a surprise, and you wouldn't want to know what your presents were before you opened them on Christmas. I, at this point, I tell him, well, is the surprise murder? Why won't you tell me if it's even inside or outside? He thinks this is funny and says, you can bring a knife if you're scared. Oh my god, no. Anyways, as we've established, I do not have good judgment, so I go out on this date. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I bring a friend and make her hang out in the area if things get weird. The date ends up be- being mostly really cute. He planned my favorite foods and activities to do. But then I told him I had to go for other plans, which I mentioned before the date. And he kept telling me that I should make my friends away and spend more time with them. It's also 4 p.m. in the afternoon, and he's trying to make out with me in my car at a movie theater parking lot. He is salty that I won't make out with him and asks if I always end my dates with just one kiss, and I say yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, where is it? Uh, yes. Um... I'm not interested, so I asked if he need 
needs a ride to a bus stop and then I put the car in drive so he gets out. By the time I went home, he texted me that he had a really good time and would like to go again. We did not have a second date. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. The making out in a parking lot in the daylight. I mean, whatever. (laughs) I guess we've all been in. If you're scared, that's fucked. Is the surprise murder? And he's like, bring a knife. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, 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 no. That's crazy because really, truly, like, we are laughing and that happens to people. So it's not funny. We have to be safe. Make good choices, everyone. Okay. This one starts with, okay, is this, is this her again? I can't. (laughs) I submit so many fucking stories. It has a title, so I'm assuming it's her. Um, it totally is. I can tell by the text. Okay, I I'm about to just drop her full name at this point because she she's a, the better part of this episode for sure. Okay, this one's called. Um, oops, I just closed it. Um, I don't remember. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Next story. Food guy. Okay, so this one's not really a dating horror story. It's more of a weird Instagram talking stage, but I still think it's worth sharing. So basically, I was out with my friends for a girl's night, and one of my friends was talking to her cute, was taking her cute Instagram story of our drink, and of course, I'm in the background, and I am a bigger-chested lady, so it's really just a picture of my boobs and some alcohol, and whatever, she posted on her story. This guy DMs her and goes, oh, who's your friend? I think we have a lot in common. Fucking men. Oh my god. Yes, um, yeah. Like, first of all, what would you have in common with me based on my titties? Like, I know they're great, but still. Anyways, she gives him my Instagram handle. Guy slides into my DMs. Hey, what's up? How's it going? That's crazy. You can't even see her face. You are basing this off of literally her breasts. That is it. That's wild. Big cringe. Big cringe. Um, and we're taking like kind of random conversation. I take a few days to reply because honestly, it's like some random guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, don't get me wrong. He's good looking, but I'm away from first. I'm away for school. He's downtown Toronto. When am I going to ever see him? Then one night I end up working an overnight shift and obviously it was really boring. I worked from home. There wasn't much going on. Everybody's asleep. And this is between midnight and 2 a.m. So I'm sitting on my computer. I don't really have much to do. So I decided it's a good time to... Um, reply to this guy's dms so at this point he had definitely asked me out at least once or twice to get dinner on different occasions he said let's get pizza let's get wings let's get sushi yum i'm hungry um (laughs) and love all those uh and it's not like i wasn't having it i'm just not a girl who loves to go out and eat unless it's with like the girlies you know like drinks and dinner i'm a snack and dessert girl um so anyways i wasn't taking up on those offers So I'm trying to get to know him and ask a little bit about his hobbies and what he does for fun and his interests and the usual things. And he tells me straight up, oh, I'm really into sports and hiking and skiing and I'm, but I'm super into girls who aren't into that, like girls who are the opposite of me. So I'm instantly offended. Like, so that wasn't the question. I thought it was really rude that he assumed I wasn't into active things just because I'm a curvier, because I looked like a curvier girl and I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah, that's fucking awkward. And I'm not actively into those things the way he is, but it was just so offensive, which I told him straight yeah. up. Like, why would you say that? That's not how you speak to people. I explained that you don't know I don't love those things. Um, I love to go on walks and smaller hikes. So everybody has their own thing that they enjoy. Yeah. And he's trying to explain to me how we have different ideas and definitions of body positivities and he's being super offensive And then then he says he's more progressive and accepting of bodies than here than I am because he wants to take me out to eat and my body goals are Kardashian like therefore I'm not accepting my bigger body question mark question mark. (laughs) It then oh god oh this takes a turn this takes a turn oh this takes a turn okay it then comes up. (laughs) I need to reset my body here okay. It then comes up that he has a feeding kink and he gets turned on by watching women eat and get fat. That's a real thing. I, I know. think it's called feederism. And not to kink shame, but like, wow, he really just came out of the gate with that one. <laughs> oh my God. 
that's fucked. At this point, I'm like, okay, sir, best of luck to you. Um, but we try, we have different views and he proceeds to convince me to go to eat with him and give it a try. As I explain continuously that I don't enjoy eating like that. That's wild. Um, anyways, after I turned him down, he bought a boat and he's living his best life traveling Europe. And maybe I fumbled the bag on that. Um, because if you said, let me feed you pasta in Italy, I probably would have my bags packed <laughs> like chicken wings, downtown Toronto. It just doesn't appeal the same. Anyways, he did end up getting a girlfriend months after we talked, but he still replies to my stories um, anytime I went out to dinner. Dude, that's so fucking weird. Um, okay, almost done. Uh, I would straight up be like, don't you have a girlfriend? And he'd be like, yeah, but she doesn't like to eat. <laughs> oh, God. Um, whoa. So I was not really sure if that relationship lasted, but he did ask me to go out to dinner again this year. So let's let's play the long game. I, on this one euro 2024 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that feederism though that's hilarious. i mean yeah no king shaming but you know what to think about that <laughs> yeah that's that is too much um okay. so you, you your, your next one's good i look forward to hearing you read this one go ahead you haven't even looked at it yet um yeah. okay before i came out i dated a okay. man who Oh no. Yeah. no, 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 no. There's another one. <laughs> I want you to read this one instead, because <laughs> I can't read it. I can't read it. So, and we have to commit to reading all of them. Kate, can you read this one first, please, and then read your next one? I can't. I'm not reading it. So. <laughs> I can't. Why did you do this? I, I'm just... Go ahead. Keep in mind, this is the first date and literally met him that night. We went back to my place for the drinks. I had to hit the bathroom and when I went back in my room, he was laying in my bed, ankles up around his head, cheeks spread and farted. Like literally ripped ass in my bed and says, don't worry, it won't stink. And guess what? It stank. Okay, so here's the thing on that. I don't believe you. I don't believe this story. There's no fucking way. There's no way. Like, are people just dogging us? Why are so many about men ripping ass? There's no way. Are we getting played? I think we're getting pissed. Getting played. Someone thought it was funny to fucking play it. Okay, now go read your next one. Thank you for taking one for the team on that. Thank you. All right. Before I came out, I dated a man who lived in a shared home with four other men as roommates. They never cleaned the bathroom, and so one time I got fed up and cleaned it myself. The shower took me an hour to clean, and I was pretty tired once I got to the toilet. I poured a cleaner first and, mis- and mistaked it for a different cleaner. It didn't do much, duh. So I poured bleach in as well. I started getting dizzy, and my boyfriend realized that I had what I had done and literally dragged me out of the bathroom and flushed it down. I actually made GHB in the toilet. Long story short, if your partner can't clean their own bathroom, don't do it for them. <laughs> so that must be, that's like a chemical reaction? Yeah. And it makes you pass out? It may, it's it's almost like, it's like bleach poisoning, but yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay, here's, here's my takeaway from that. Men. Because <laughs> if... Dude, like you know, you know what on TikTok there's that trend where girls show the bathroom of the guys that they're fucking. Have you ever seen yeah. that? And it's like, okay, a man with four other men is so a house with five guys. You already yeah. know that toilet was fucking disgusting. Like, if you can't clean your yeah, yeah, that's fucked. We're not fucking. Wait, wait, sorry, did it say that she she made GHB? Well, she's saying that. Okay. She poured a cleaner in and it was the wrong cleaner. So she poured in bleach after. And then the first cleaner plus the bleach created that like chemical, I guess. Yeah. Cause like GHB is like a party drug. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a party drug. It's like meant to like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's supposed to like make almost like, I want to say like Molly, but not really Molly. Like it's supposed to like make you like, chill but also mm-hmm. like 
it's like euphoric. Have you ever done poppers? Yeah. That's is that the one that you sniff and it's like yeah. a thirty second high? It's kind of like that, but I guess for longer. I don't know. But doesn't it? Isn't the? I thought the purpose because I've only heard about it. Um, here for the listeners, I'm a very big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's my favorite show. I watch it all the time. Um, I've only heard it on like gay men talking about it about how yeah, it like to like it yeah. loosens your asshole. Yeah. So when you did it, you could feel it. It was wild. Like it only lasted for like it only, I only did it once or twice I think uh, I was at a friend's house before we went out and there's a bunch of gay guys obviously it's my gay guys friend's house and uh, he was like do you want to try it and I was like yeah sure and it was actually like the weirdest I was really scared actually I'm not gonna lie because it was really scary because I've never done it mm-hmm. and I thought I was gonna pass out like if it had lasted any longer I probably would have passed like yeah out or something because i'd never i didn't know what i was what to expect and i did it mm-hmm. and i remember being like holy fuck and i was just like <laughs> oh and it was just like, like a minute or two and then it was gone but it was like this insane like it was like i had gotten shot with like adrenaline or something yeah but did so you like, feel your asshole change like everything relaxed in your body like yeah whoa that's like everything crazy. just went like from being like this to like, like slime. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Um, okay, uh, this is the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, yeah. All right, last story. <clears throat> A Tinder date picked me up three hours late because apparently his brother had his car. He shows up. Oh, wait. I don't know if... I don't. I assumed he, but that doesn't actually say that. Okay, let me start over. A Tinder date picked me up three hours late because my brother had my car, in quotes, shows up and has absolutely no plan, no clue what we're doing on this date. We end up getting takeout, and while we wait for the food, he wants to have a drink at the bar. Okay, fine. But he downs two doubles in the time oh. it takes for our food to be made. We decided, <laughs> yeah, no, literally, we my decided name. to take the food back to my place. He stops at the liquor store on the way, comes out with two six packs. We watch a movie at my place. I'm getting more uncomfortable, but I was young, like 18 or 19 years old. He wasn't getting the hint. He just kept drinking, and I couldn't get up the nerve to tell him to leave. So I text my, oh, this is funny. So I text my mom, like, what the fuck do I do? And she shows up. She sits down on the couch next to him, starts making conversation, and still takes this dude so long to leave. My mom made me come sleep at her place just in case, and we never talked about it again. I love that. My God. Mom to the rescue. Yeah, that's like calling your, okay, the amount of times that, not to air Stella out here, the amount of times Stella's texted me, Call me and make it an emergency. Like, you know how friends do that? Stella does that a lot. <laughs> I get those calls a lot. And then I call. Hey, dude, like, I'm outside. Like, I'm literally in on Vancouver Island. I'm like, hey, I'm outside. Like, hurry. I'm right outside. Yep, I see you. Come outside. Like, I need you. It's an emergency. <laughs> you do that a lot, don't I? And then you're so funny. You're like, sorry, guys. I got to go. Like, my friend. <laughs> 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 oh god no i love that story if somebody's mom just shows up and sits down on the couch next to him waits for him to leave i fucking love that that's so good damn hey those were shitty no pun intended. <laughs> those those that had some range there a lot to do with people shitting their pants which you know no judging the feeder is had to do with men and so, moral of the story is men are trash. <laughs> moral of the story is be gay. <laughs> yeah, be gay. Yeah. No. But for real, do better. Yeah. Do yeah. better. Especially my friend with those three longer stories. Yeah. Like, she knows. She knows what I would say about all that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, this one I mean, stands out to you as being the most memorable one that we shared. I like. I like the. The knife one. Yeah, that was funny. Um, I'm trying to think what else. 
I'm trying to read. The feederism one is just too much because like to respond to her stories only when she posts that she's eating to be like, we yeah. should go out sometime. We should go out to eat. We should go out to eat. We should go to because you want to watch like no kink shaming for sure. It's just like, wow, that's, yeah. that's hey, something to each their own. To each yeah. their own. Yeah. That's wild. That's yeah. wild. All right. Well, that's that's all our stories for today. That's all for tonight, today, folks. Yeah. You know, we, want, we wanted to keep it short, but it isn't that short. But yeah. Yeah. We thought it'd be shorter. But we just kind of wanted a chill episode this week. You know, life's crazy. And we just wanted something low key to this week. Mm-hmm. Low key, even though some of those stories were unhinged. Unhinged. But thank you guys. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Like, and keep sharing them. Send you can send us stories like that anytime, and we'll read them out. This time, this episode was dedicated because we had like twenty stories or whatever it was. But yeah. we're open to hearing some bullshit like that all the time. So for real, please enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, thanks guys so much for all of this, and uh, please remember to like and subscribe. And, and ra- uh, oh, sorry, and rate us. Leave us a rating. Yeah. On Spotify or Apple, I'm always checking. I know some of my exes be on there rating us low. I know. Oh, because- for sure. Because well, you know. You know. Our um, exes. Brittany. On Brittany? Brittany? She for took- sure, Brenna. For sure, Brenna. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, Brenna. Josephine, for sure. New Zealand, for New sure. Zealand, for sure. Yes, that one star. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. But so- let's. Give us those five stars. We think we're great because we are. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Leave us some comments. If there's anything you, we haven't done this for a while, but um, if there's anything you guys want to hear, we're open to that. Like, do you have any topics that you want to hear us talk about or guests that you'd like to have, that you'd like for us to have on? Like someone you know, or like somebody in the industry, like, you know, the queer industry, the queer community or whatever. Yeah, we go to here and see if they want to come on and yeah. So thank you all for listening and thank you for coming. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye.